I'm Virginia Prescott, and we are back with more on Second Thought and this. That's right. GPB's Football Fridays in Georgia is back. Television broadcasts of high school games resume September 20th, and Football Friday's podcast has just started its new season. John Nelson is host and correspondent for both shows. He's here to tell us about the start of the high school season. Hello! Check. Yes. Check uh, all, Yes, I, yeah, I agree with all of your preamble. <laughs> all right, good. Glad to, glad to see we're on the same page. You got it. The local high school football game is absolutely, we know, the favorite show in town for many Georgia communities. You've been traveling throughout the state, chatting with coaches, watching TV practice. So what's the feel on the field as this new season begins? Well, it's over 400 schools chasing after a championship, and this is where the optimism begins anew here in the early part of the season. And everybody sits there and says, okay, well, who do you think is going to win? Who's going to win this matchup? Who's going to win this matchup? I said, I love all of my children equally. You're never going to get a prediction out of me ever. I just like seeing the, the newness of it all and who's going to be the, the team that's going to come out of nowhere. Who's going to be the team that we always know is going to be there. And I think that this year you're probably going to see a lot of the same folks who made deep playoff runs last year do the same thing this year. Well, let's hear from some of the things that you got when you're on your road trip. You went to Clinch County High School between Valdosta and Waycross. This is a school which has had just four head coaches in as many decades. New to the roster is Don Tyson starting his first season on the job. Here he is talking with you about his dad, who was one of few former head coaches on the same team. Because I lost my dad when I was 23, the majority of my memories of him come from football. Bus rides to the games, you know, on the practice field, whether it be on Friday nights, you know, I was the ball boy growing up. So uh, it's hard for me to put into words, you know, what it meant uh, to me when I got a job. Wow. Mm-hmm. So years later, still yeah. hitting them. Well, and that's the thing about uh, a lot of these communities, but let's specifically talk about Homerville and Clinch County. I knew that he lost his dad. And so when we sat down for this interview, that was my first question. I said, you've been an assistant there. You grew up there. You've all this, all this history that you have attached. I said, when you were named head coach, did you talk to your dad? And that was part of the response that oh, you heard. Oh, he said that he was gone. Yeah, I mean, well, and that's the thing is I knew he lost him. And so we always have our talks with our, our favorite relatives and things like that just when we're having our alone time. And that's why I asked Don, I said, did you talk to your dad about it? And that's what the response, part of the response that he gave. Four coaches in 45 years. Don Tyson Sr. was the first. Cecil Barber, Jim Dickerson just retired. Don Tyson Jr. was his offensive coordinator. Now Don Jr. takes over. Yeah, grew up in that legacy. So mm-hmm. strong. Mm-hmm. Well, in a more urban community, the second most winning coach in the history of Georgia high school football is at the Marist School yep. in Atlanta. Alan Chadwick has an unusual support system for her, his team. Here's what he told you. We've been very fortunate that we've had great coaches that have played at our school and have come back to help coach. Yes, we do have to depend on community coaches. Uh, we would love to have more in our classrooms, but they come in and give us a great job, give us great effort, and they know the game very well and they teach it very well community coach? Does that mean they're not employed at the school? Right. You have this in a lot of the the schools that have smaller enrollments where you'll have coaches who just live in the community and they want to be a part of it. And they know X's and O's or they know a specific position because they may have played it for that particular coach like Alan Chadwick at Marist, who's been there for over three decades, and they want to find ways to give back. And they do this. And uh, 
the coaches, as an example, they're real jobs. One of the coaches in the past was one of the leaders of the Red Dog Unit for Atlanta Police. No kidding. And he would come back and coach and be a community coach for Alan Chadwick on the weekends. And so that's the, the kind of stuff that you get. And, and it's just it's fun to see the the give back when you have situations like this. I just think it's really cool. Well, that really counters the idea that, you know, teams with a lot of trophies also have a lot of money to pay their coaching staff. Yeah, and it's it's fun to see, you know, you have some coaching staffs in the higher classifications where you might have 15, 20 coaches, including middle school, elementary school, and all this kind of stuff. And then you have someone like Marist and Alan Chadwick, and you have the, the tie-ins to the past, and you always want to be true to your school, and that's what you have there at Marist with community coaches. And that's not the only place. A lot of the smaller classifications in the in the urban areas have it too. So that, that was just an example of, of what it's like at Marist to, to have that pedigree. Well, another notable coach, Buddy Nobles, beloved head coach in Irwin County, about an hour east of Albany. Albany, sorry. Um, he has been diagnosed with stomach cancer. You spoke with him as well. My wife's upset. Everybody's solemn, boo-hooing and everything. And, and finally, I had enough of it. I said, you know what? I said, we ain't going to be this woe as me. Uh, you know, and I told him flat out, I said, I'm a winner. And I said, the only games I've ever lost is the games with a roof over my head. I said, we ain't going to lose this. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a true coach. Yeah, and I found out that he had been diagnosed when I was doing one of my Southern Swings. And one of his friends who was a head coach, and he was an, when Buddy was an assistant at another place, they, it's like, have you heard about Buddy? And I'm like, well, no, I haven't. And so he said, well, he's been diagnosed. And I was supposed to go see him the next day. Mm -hmm. And I texted him, and I said, uh, can I still come and see you with what's going on? He says, yeah, come on, let's, let's talk about it. And, and the interviews that we posted on the social media platforms are really cool windows to see how Buddy's tackling it. He's making uh, trips up here to Emory as a part of his chemo and treatments and things like that. And so uh, really, for me, it's just an opportunity to sit there and reinforce. I, I tell him every time I text him, I say, I love you very much. Mm -hmm. and, and that's another message that he wanted to give out. Don't be afraid to tell folks that you love them. Oh, that's such a nice thing to hear. Well, this is, a, is really being dealt with in another community in southeast Georgia. Yep. A little over a month ago, Jeff Davis High School senior Jordan Bavaro died in a car accident, a terrible loss of a young man, a teammate, a, a son, and a friend. You talked to head coach Lance Helton about how he was coping. For the first time in my career, I felt like I was by myself, standing alone. At that point, it was about doing, in my mind, what was right for the young men in this community, for Jordan Bavaro, and for Jeff Davis County as a whole. But, you know, you end up thinking of coaches as these tough pillars guiding young athletes. They have all the tools to mm -hmm. do it. But here you are talking to a coach that's like, I don't know how to do this. Well, the thing is, is that coaches have their systems. They have their mentors. We all have our mentors. And I know that you've got mentors on speed dial. I do, too. Same thing for coaches. And for the first time in Lance Helton's life, he had his coach mentors on speed dial, and he wanted advice. It's like, okay, how can I handle this? How do I attack this? They're like, no idea. Yeah. And so it's it's been a, a learning experience for Lance, for the entire Hazelhurst community. We're working on a piece that's going to be airing on the, the GPB sports platforms in a little while. But uh, the lesson is here, it's twofold. Uh, you know, for Lance Helton, it's like if I can help coaches, God forbid they should ever be in a situation like this. If I can help them go through something like this, then I... I'm helping out in this process too, but it's a one stop light town in Jeff Davis County, in uh, Jeff Davis County in Hazelhurst, and they're they're having stickers on the backs of helmets and things like that. But 
you go back to practice, and they're trying to, to do things as normally as possible, and they're off to a 2-0 and start. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, on, uh, on a very optimistic note, and that actually sounds quite optimistic to me, which other players, schools have you geeked out on this year? You know, stories that uh, well, even this a go- non-football okay, fan all right, might BA, This goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning. I love all of my children equally. And, it, <laughs> and for me, when I get to go out on Southern Swing and Central Swing and just kind of leave the city and go and visit all of these coaches, and I think we did the math. We ended up looking at over 40 coaches so far before the season started to get all this information. For me, it's just good to catch up and see folks and see, all right, so how are things this year? What's it like for you here? What's it like for the town? Just to get that kind of feel. And uh, literally what we do is I will pick up the phone and I will set up a loose idea of what I want to do. Then call hour and 10 minutes apart. It's like, okay, I'm going to be there in five minutes. I need you for five. Okay, we'll be there. Meet you up front. John Nelson, back in the seat, host of GPB's podcast, Football Fridays in Georgia. Also, the newest season is out. You can subscribe in all of our podcasts at gpb.org forward slash podcast. He's also commentator for the TV version of the show, back on Facebook Live. On the air broadcast starts September 20th. And the Facebook Live tonight, 720, Noonan and Alexander. Got it.